la 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 Welcome, everyone, to episode eight of season one of the Half Alive podcast. We are the Law and Law Brothers. My name is Law. And guess what? My name is Law. Hello, Law. We are 60-year-old twins with more than a few career, financial, and size challenges. We're coming to you from our hometown of Schenectady, New York. Oh, Schenectady, we thought we'd have escaped you, but here we are. Our podcast is for people like us, who know we won't ever be what we dreamed we'd be career-wise. But hopefully we can achieve some reformed version of our dreams. But but everybody, listen, we have, <laughs> we've had a little emergency, and we, ha- we had to do the podcast, but my brother-in-law almost just <laughs> died. <laughs> he still might be dying, so... so <laughs> We can't tell for sure. Somebody send a car. I was just sitting here getting ready for our podcast, and I hear thump, thump, bang, thump, thump, bang, ah, (laughs) boom, bang. My brother-in-law fell down the stairs today. I just got him back upstairs. He's very injured, and uh, I ran downstairs. He's um, he's, he's being a trooper, but I think he might die. Are well, you okay, Law? I don't know, Law. At this point, I feel like I'm in shock. You know, like I just, <sighs> I just feel like I'm standing outside my body. And he uh, went head over heels. Well, is he that, was like uh, a, a lump on the bottom of the stairs. I was <laughs> Law. I thought you'd killed yourself. Well, you know what I'm worried about, Law, is I, you know, I've been fostering a dog that I found on the street. It was a little Chihuahua. Uh, Nobody likes Chihuahuas, right? And I, I, I was taking it up the stairs and um oh, he got under my feet and i don't know where he is now i saw him upstairs when i was he was on your couch when i saw him when i brought you up there he's okay all right because so you know usually he's oh. kind of nippy did you you feel like you broke your your arm right i feel like i broke um every possible bone oh, every God. joint in my body i mean when you're 60 years old uh, and you fall it's not nothing especially when you're you know a man of a certain size so this makes me realize we are totally unprepared for a real emergency or like totally yeah. unprepared if if something happens to you or something happens to me what this this was a big eye opener. Well, I know what are we supposed to do? I mean, I don't neither of us has health insurance or maybe can we, we do, sue but... our we don't have homeowners oh, insurance damn. but can we try figure out a way to sue ourselves? We get... could sue ourselves, yeah, except <laughs> Then they'd find out we don't have homeowner's insurance. See, no. this is the problem with owning the house outright. You don't have to have homeowner's insurance. <laughs> but no, I mean, I he scared me half to death to see no. you down like a lump at the bottom of those stairs. And it just you you got a big bruise, and you know how on your face, and he uh, was bleeding, bloody lip, fat lip. Oh. I wow. thought I'd lost a tooth. You know how attractive that would be, Law? <laughs> Especially now that you're job searching. Now that again. I'm going out for job interviews. Hi. <laughs> Let me represent the front office. Hi. Bruises all over my face and my tooth oh, miss. Uh, so, so please uh, give us some props for having the show today anyway, yes. even though my brother almost died. and had. Did you uh, have any type of out-of-body experience? Did you see the light? I don't know. Well, all I, it just happened so fast that all I could think about it was like, No, it wasn't fast, Law. It was a <laughs> thump, thump. I mean, I heard every, I could see your body like rolling, ba-boom, but it wasn't. A, it was a. You fell a long time. I well, heard every thump. 
it's supposed to be like you know when you're falling it's you're supposed to stop after the first fall and it just kept happening it's like inertia and or whatever it's called right velocity and uh and uh gravity and it just it was like a fails uh, video only I there was fell. nobody vi- did you videotape it because we might be able to make some money oh, yes. on that yes i had a whole camera crew here <laughs> no I, I fell a couple months ago opportunity is opportunity law no, I was walking in, on State Street, and I wasn't paying attention, and I hit a fire hydrant, and I fell, bam, and I yep. fell right in the middle of the street, and there were people around, nobody helped the no, fat man. No, that's the problem. But, and it's, why is it embarrassing when you fall? Humiliating. I was so embarrassed, but why? And I was in the house. You were the only one there well, that saw me you falling. You shouldn't be embarrassed for that. Well, I was, yeah, but I just thought, I wow. was embarrassed, because you're, you're out of control, but I mean- do you just go to the emergency room when you have like no money, I no identification? Had emer- I would have had to call an ambulance. We would have to figure oh it out. And this this really makes me worried that how unprepared we are for things like this. Because let's say that you, you were hurt and you hurt the Chihuahua, like right. we would have had to figure out how to get the Chihuahua to the vet. What we're how we're going to pay for that? <laughs> you, you know, right. we're such good guys until till there's an emergency. And like I'm riding to the hospital with a Chihuahua on me in the stretcher. <laughs> Riding. Sir, you're not supposed to have an animal with you. But I think I killed him. Can you can you stop at the vet first, please, dear? I, I think we're gonna have to have uh, our our. What do you call the people who listen to us? Our listeners. Our listeners. Yeah, write us a half alive podcast at gmail dot com, and give us some some ideas on how two people with no plan for the future. Yeah. Um, can start forming one. We need to start a, another episode will be about us preparing for emergencies. Yeah. We have I, no plan, Law. I think we'll. I think we need to put that that clarion call out there, Law, and um, see if we can get some intelligent feedback from other people out there who are desperate like us. Because yeah. this, I mean, even if I died, what would you have done? I mean, how would you have got my carcass out of there? Well, I would have had to call an ambulance and. Well, you know? ambulance, but that costs that it's like fourteen thousand dollars an ambulance. Didn't in, in what's eating Gilbert Grape they burn their giant mother in the house? Do you remember? Well, you're movie? gonna burn the whole neighborhood down accidentally. I have to burn the house, <laughs> and because I stubbed a toe. No, in that movie, I remember the mother. Do you remember the movie? The mother was so giant, yeah, and she died in the house. And so, rather than have the humiliation of right. of people seeing her being carted out of there, they burn the house. So I, I do the same, I guess. Well, thank you, love. <laughs> <Very laughs> you. I'd have a place to live forever because I'd be in jail. <laughs> well, that's no, true. I you mean, would have your three squares a day, wouldn't you? But seriously, we would have. I would have had to. Even if you didn't die, if you either way, we would have had to call an ambulance and. Oh la! I just thought of something even awful. worse than something even worse than me dying. What if I had been like permanently disabled like I had a stroke or heart attack and I was like completely incapacitated did they you put me in a nursing I'm home as, I'm not as worried well I'm, an, I'm not afraid to go to a nursing home if they take care of me well right. what if like you have to take care of me and I'm on the third floor <laughs> <laughs> then we're screwed <laughs> they'll take the house oh no <laughs> I'll feed them but I ain't cleaning them <laughs> we're gonna uh, not gonna happen <laughs> Oh. You're gonna have to start uh, adopting German shepherds because they can <laughs> clean those skin folds better than the Chihuahua. 
<laughs> you know, you always, I ain't doing it. You always make things better in your own way, don't you, La? No, but I mean, I uh, we have to seriously think about if your arm is really injured, we have yeah. to seriously think about how we're going to get you some help because you quit your job. All right, no insurance, so we're we'll get to, to that. Figure it out. So I hope. Anyway, so <sighs> let's go on with the show. We right. had with my swollen our arm. You scared that bejesus out of me. I'm, I'm I haven't glad had you're okay. Arm I'm glad you're alive. Since, I don't know when. Anyway, my brother Law on with the show found this quote from James Baldwin that I think is worth discussing today. Just doesn't seem important anymore. No, well, we got to move uh, on. Well, Law. the theme of the show. It, 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 so, the great James Baldwin mm-hmm. um, said, "It's only when a man is able, without bitterness or self pity." To surrender a dream he has long cherished or a privilege he's long possessed that he's set free. He's set himself free for higher dreams, for greater privileges. What the hell does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, I do. Well, let's, if you break it down, okay. Yeah, we're going to have to. It's only when I'm going to break it down. You stop me when I'm, when I get way off track. So it's only when a man is able. So for many years, I was not able mm-hmm. to do to let go of my dream of making a living as an actor right. without bitterness. I couldn't because I, I don't know if I was ever angry, but I certainly had self-pity. Right. And I, many times I gave it up in self-pity, but that wasn't the same thing. Okay. Um, you have to give this up without bitterness or self-pity to surrender that dream. Um, to hmm. be set free, and and it was when, shortly before we decided to do this podcast, that I finally. Oh, we talked about this in previous episodes. When you just accept that it's not going to happen, and you have to find a new way in life, and you can't let that uh, the, the loss of this destroy your life. You, yeah, you're but he's still alive. Look what he says at the end, Law. Uh, he has set himself free for higher dreams, for greater privileges. What higher dreams or greater privileges do we have? I want to be a writer. You want to be an actor. So what What are we going to become now? Queen of England? <laughs> I don't understand. Um, I don't understand well, the last part. You know, it's not that I don't think he's brilliant. Well, he for, was brilliant. How about if, if it's not higher dreams, different dreams? Different privilege. Different. Okay. No, that that I could. Okay. So different. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's the whole point of this. I mean, trying to find what? Well, a, a decent life. Let's you know, face it. Not James what? Baldwin. Well, I don't think James Baldwin ever came across the likes of us. <laughs> <laughs> might not. Have, he might he not probably have did. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe this is. Maybe that was too ambitious of a quote. For our little show. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. You have to give up the bitterness. You have to give up the self-pity. And I think we might have to just modify the quote to instead of set himself free for higher dreams, for different dreams, for different privileges. You know, I like it's, law and law of Schenectady modified James Baldwin <laughs> quote. <laughs> Can you hear the spinning in the grave? Why don't we edit one of his be- one of his greatest <laughs> books too? Let's just, let's just, I think it needs a little editing. We'll change it from Giovanni's room to La's room. <laughs> La's room. La's basement. La's basement. With the ringer washer in it that doesn't work anymore. Oh, two 
bathtubs full of sudsy clothes. <laughs> well, at least we're clean, which we'll get to. Well, anyways, I think there's something to that law. And, um, you know, here's one other thing I thought of since you read that. Even though maybe the the quote isn't um, something that we can wrap our heads around all that easily, you know, his writing is always brilliant, right? And so that's yeah. something about that always encourages me. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, that's, I mean, because we're artists, la, we're different exactly. types of artists, but I mean, we certainly um, appreciate the beauty in art, and there's certainly beauty in his writing. When I look in the mirror, la, I think, you're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> When I look in the mirror, La, I say, thank God your brother didn't die 10 minutes ago <laughs> because oh, you'd be so screwed. arm is La. It's swollen up. It looks like it's pregnant. Is it swelling? Yes. We are going to have to address this, La. No, oh, well, what are you going to do? I mean, it's not like I you know, make a great <laughs> appearance in general, so I have one arm that's <laughs> twice the size of the other. What's the big hour- deal? An hour bus ride with your arm like that to urgent care. We're going to have yeah. to walk like seven blocks with the bus. Li- oh, my God. We'll do it. We'll uh, do it. Love. Well, look at the bright side. Maybe I'll die before the podcast. Is no, that's no bright light. Stop that. All right. So anyway, La, we had a number of emails this week at halfalivepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, one of them is actually thematically relevant to our podcast, which we'll get to later. But another one I feel like we have to address right now, a bit of a hostile one. Well, you want me to read it? Yeah, I just sent it Now? To yep. Okay. Well, Did you get it? Let me see. All right. Okay. Dear La and La, I get the sense from things you've said. Why are they like this? Jesus <laughs> Christmas. Dear Lon La, I get the sense from things you said that you're two slobby men whose house is a mess. <laughs> Are you hoarders with lots of cats and no clean clothes? All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> Biatch. All right. I we didn't have this is we didn't have to address this one, but I wanted to because I think there are a lot of common misconceptions in this that because well, people are poor and unsuccessful <laughs> that they're dirty. I mean, we must have given that impression with the way we describe ourselves, perhaps. But perhaps we've done that just to impress you, and that's not the truth. Well, let's no. tell them the truth. Well, the truth is we're not, I mean, the place is falling apart and there may yeah. be some black mold on the walls, but right. we're we're fairly neat people in the house yep. and we do not smell. We're clean with our bodies. Yes, we are. I keep a very clean house. I mean, I might not. I have the oldest uh, maybe vacuum cleaner on the planet, but the fact is I use it. I buy the cheapest cleaners that I can find, but I buy them and I clean and um, you will not find things out of order in my apartment, dear. Mine's a little cluttered, but it's yeah. not cluttered. It's just, it's not cl- cluttered with dirt and we no. have no cats. No. We have rescue dogs from time to time. Yes, which we clean we up take after. take care of them. The middle apartment, we could be, everything needs work. I mean, the windows don't work properly. They don't open properly. The walls are cracked a little bit, but everything is as clean as we can make it be. Yep. We're not slobby men with house, messy houses, and we're definitely not hoarders. So how dare you? How very dare you. And I remember reading once that, um, that uh, immigrants, you know, like people like our grandparents were kept very, very clean houses because they felt like even if they had no money and they were looked down upon, that they could at least be clean. And they, you know, so one thing that grandma passed on to 
obviously our mother, and uh, that she passed on to us, that we keep things as tidy as we are humanly capable of doing considering the lack of funds that we have. And then there was dad. Uh, well. Stinky, smelly, smelly. <laughs> Blue cheese stinking. That was our dad. Yeah, dad. Right on, dead. dad. Right on, dad. Yeah, dad didn't fit in. He did not. He was no. not clean. He was everything. But, but we, we. Go yes. ahead. You go ahead. Well, our personal hygiene is fine. We make sure we're well maintained every day. Our, At least know. the areas we can reach. <laughs> <laughs> And what we can't reach, my brother comes down and why? <laughs> no, do you he think, doesn't. What do you think scrub brushes are for, La? For what the areas you can't reach no more. That's right. Um, we don't have a washing machine, thank you very much. But you know, we have a tub and we have sinks and we just wash things out in the in single way and we use makeshift uh, lines to dry the clothes. So. In fact, there. that's the only exercise we get is washing our clothes out in the tub. <laughs> and actually, I don't mind it anymore. We've been doing it for so many years. I no, kind of like it. You it's know, like kneading yeah, bread. Exactly. And, you know, the thing is you find out, like, especially things like socks and underwear, that you don't have to run something through a very long cycle to get the stench out. It's it's Ugh. You just wash it in the sink and you know what? It's all better. So, <laughs> so there, bitch. Yeah, there you I'm go. I'm sorry. <laughs> there are loyal listener. Yes, I mean, I guess that's, sure. they, she can ask, right? I mean, isn't it better that people are honest and just say what they're feeling rather than than no. saying something like, um, "I'm wondering what's the condition of your home? You, you two dirty. kind of give the impression that you might be a little bit behind on this." She just laid it out there. Well, she did, and we laid it back. So there, we are clean teens. So, anyway, La, yes, last episode, you were newly unemployed. <sighs> La quit his job at an iconic American department store because of general disgust with general public. Yes, indeed, La, I made that giant leap. So let everybody know how your job search is going. <sighs> Can we avoid financial catastrophe? Will you be able to work with a broken arm? Very likely not. But <laughs> to the oh, both of your uh, questions, my answer is very likely not. Um, I have applied for lots of jobs. I'm not just, if you're, we're going to go with stereotypes and preconceptions, I am not a useless, worthless layabout. I actually have applied for lots of jobs. I started out maybe with a little lofty. Um, there was a teaching job. <laughs> it was teaching writing at a at a community college and I thought well I'm a writer I could you know I've got life experience and it turns out you need a number of degrees for that so mm. I never heard a word back wonder why and then I thought about because we both love animals I applied to be a vet tech but evidently you need some kind of certification nowadays for that and loving animals is not a certification <laughs> <laughs> tell me about not that a qualification interview. you um, had a, did you have an interview or did you just, just apply i went into the office and um hi <laughs> <laughs> well at least i didn't ask to be a veterinarian <laughs> like what's her name monster there um <laughs> Uh, so, and then I applied for a bunch of jobs in doctor's offices. Remember we had talked about, you know, I could do that. I can sit in the doctor's office and tick, 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 tick on the computer all day long and greet people and stuff like that. And then I wouldn't have to get up and I wouldn't have to clean bathrooms. And so I managed to get a, uh, I managed to get a couple of interviews. Um, do you want to hear some of the job titles, La? 
I do. Did you actually, did, you haven't had no's yet, so there's still possibilities swirling around. There's a um, possibility, but there's also a possibility that um, I could lose about 60 pounds by tomorrow. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow, well, we got to find something for you. It's uh, They didn't go well, but the, I, I applied for clerical jobs because I thought, you know, I can type. So front office receptionist was one, front office medical assistant I wasn't going to go for the big. Knock, knock your teeth out. <laughs> Health. Front office receptionist. <laughs> Pull my ponytail for line two. Health file clerk. Health I don't even, file clerk? Well, I mean, I can file things. I mean, how much brain do you need to do that? What is a health file clerk? I do? don't know. You file healthy things. <laughs> Did you get an interview or did I did get an interview law and patient admissions was why would you like to be what did they say how did the interview go well it turns out these jobs you didn't even know what the job was (laughs) exactly it turns out you need to do a little googling first (laughs) marching your fat ass into these interviews because they they ask you all kinds of questions not just why do you want to do them but what your experiences and and why you think experience Why do you think you can do it? And saying, I can file and I can type. I can dance. I was a writer in New York City, don't you know? Well, no, there we go. Then la la start start, uh, attacking everybody who's just trying to help us. Well, they were nice to me, um, but it was clear. Did you go to Ellis Hospital? Yes. Um, Any luck there? Well,. I they I got the interview, but they were like, it was clear that you know, thirty seconds into the interview, we were both wasting each other's time. So, oh I, goodness, law. Well, you, I, I mean, you tried. I mean, I'm I did try. It's gonna turn up, and there's always Kanzanatis. If you can, oh, if we go a couple oh. more weeks, you can come to work with me at Kanzanatis. Well, yeah, I'm sure people are gonna want to buy a hamburger from a guy with an arm the size of a <laughs> broken roasted right. pig. We'll just, we're going to have to get you to urgent care tonight and figure that out. Probably. But I think, Law, that, you know, it was pretty obvious when I walked into the office. I did get the sense they were very polite, but I did get the sense they were prejudging me. I'm a large man. I don't have, like, a suit to wear. I wore the best things that I could find. And, you know, I've got, you know, the bald head and the ponytail going on. And I just thought, well, they need to know who I am. I'm not going to cut my ponytail off for the job um and so i think that you could have rolled it me. up into a bun or something i could have <laughs> sat it on the bald part of my head <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a cartoon like little curled things that the beehive haircuts that women used to wear when we were kids <laughs> you want me to tease let's just for fun when we're at urgent care uh-huh. While we're waiting, I'll bring a little hairbrush and I'll tease your ponytail. <laughs> While we're waiting, we'll probably be sitting there for like three hours, right? Yeah, give me something to do. I'll tease it and get some hairspray. <laughs> Let's really let it become <laughs> the stars of it. <laughs> then you can ask for a job as receptionist. <laughs> I could make this place work a lot faster. Let me tell you. But anywhere I go, my brother does my hair. <laughs> Do you understand? It's in my contract. <laughs> see, though, can, can, listen, audience. Do you see how whatever 
my brother and I faced throughout our lives when we were together, especially when we were kids. Do you see, we had all these serious situations, but he makes me laugh so hard that yes. we, I feel I can face anything. That's why you scared the shit out of me today, La, when I literally thought you were dead. Yeah. You looked funny as hell, I have to say. Well, I mean, it would have been terrible to see you die I with your feet up in the air like that. I do wish there was video of that, to be honest. We but could watch it over and over again. But. I don't know how I would face life without being able well, to laugh that's, like We said that last brother. week. Neither of us wants to be alive without the other one. Well, we're too close then. We better stop. <laughs> we better get in a huge fight. <laughs> do we have any older brothers that we can not give uh, stem cells to? We can... <sighs> Well, uh, that's a lot. reference to our uh, an earlier episode. Anyway, uh, the other problem I'm having, Law, is that I've got this history of quitting jobs, which is so unfair, right? I couldn't say to them, you know, they say, well, you know, how come you left your last job? What I was to say, because I found a freaking condom, used condom on the toilet no, seat. No, we should not ever talk about that again. Well, okay, then. What am I supposed to say? It's I don't the know. universe I mean, is against have, me. I mean, there's also some things that, we shouldn't take personally as far as it's also our age. It's not yeah, going to be easy yeah. for us to get jobs anymore. So whatever we you get, I know we always say this and we do it anyway, but we can't, we have to stop quitting jobs without something else I lined know, up. I know, I know. I'm, but I'm I understand why you did it, Lie. I did. I really did. But I promise you I will not quit Kansanati's no matter how miserable I am unless I find no. something else. Well, you know, La, I have to say that you're probably right because there's a kind of depression that sets in when you don't have a job. You feel worthless. You know, you're not bringing in any money, and uh, it just does a number on your on your <laughs> already very small ego. La, I'm not going to let you go there. All We're right. not going to get down. We have our whole life ahead of us, even if it's only a year, but it's ahead of us. <laughs> Didn't we have an article about being happy? Yes, yes, that indeed. All right. So since I have not been working, I had plenty of time to do some deep academic research, and I managed to find an article from Cosmo. <laughs> Cosmo, huh? <laughs> yes, that, that, <laughs> that academic we... database called Cosmo. And uh, it says, here are 10 ways to be happy even when you're broke. So I just sent you the basics. All right. <clears throat> I don't think Number we're going to do all 10. You want to do all 10? No, we're not going to do all 10 because we're not really that oh, kind of let's. happy. Oh, well, let's. I wish we could figure out a way. <laughs> you know, we should figure out a way to take the podcast on the road because yeah. urgent care is going to be worth listening to. But anyway, <laughs> be grateful for what you already have. Well, okay. All right. All right. Be grateful what you already have. I'm really glad you did not die. I'm really yes. glad for my brother. I'm really I'm glad, glad you're that whatever here. life throws at me, we're you're going to be there to laugh at it with me. And that's true. And La, I mean, <clears throat> despite the way we talk about this crappy house that we live in and falling apart, and someday we might be not not have it. We do have a house to live in. We've seen the homeless problem in Schenectady. Um, that's that's not nothing. Can to you have imagine a house. if we had to pay rent? No. I mean, we have enough with utilities. Imagine uh, rent. So ooh, I'm grateful do. for that. Okay, good. Well, that brings us to number two. Don't stress about bills, but accept them because they're going to be in your life forever. Yeah, well, that's easy for whoever wrote this article <laughs> to say. But, um, okay, well, all right. Let's 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 just take that for face value. I don't think we stress about bills all that much, right? We just often don't pay them. I, I, I actually, yeah, because we can't. 
What are they going to take from us? Everything's (laughs) been taken from us already. (laughs) Number three, do fun, free stuff with friends. Oh, yes. Often, Law and I run (laughs) naked through Central Park in Schenectady. Just fun, free streaking. (laughs) With the friends that we've made in the streaking society. Well, we'd have to get some friends first. Uh, Fun, free stuff. I don't know. We probably should think about that. Probably. You know? Like yeah. what? I don't even know what fun is anymore. What would Neither we do, do for I. fun? I like, don't know. But well, you like birds. We could go birding. We must have a pair yeah, of binoculars somewhere. I suppose I got a pair. I got a bunch of binoculars over the years. They're all. I mean, that's I fun even and have free. Like, um, grandpa, grandpa, uh, that our grandfather died before we were years, hundreds of years before we were born. But right. I've got a pair of his antique. Um, binoculars somewhere in a box that Grandma showed me one time. So I've got those. And yeah, I think we still. I mean, have I his... guess that'd be fun. But what about like we could probably go to Proctor's one night. Oh sure, with <laughs> two hundred dollars a ticket. <laughs> Excuse me, do you have the ten dollars seats available? All right, well we'll have to work on that. What's the next one? Me- meal prep during the week, so you won't feel bad about splurging on the weekends. <laughs> All right, well we don't splurge on the weekends. There are no weekends in our lives. Um, Surround yourself with like-minded skip that people. One. Well, the f- number four might be okay for our listeners. Meal prep during the week so you don't oh, feel bad. Oh, that's right. It's just on. about us. <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> for two seconds, imagine it's not all of us. <laughs> that's right. Well, then talk about it. Well, that makes sense then, yes. listeners. Yes. If you like to go out on the weekends, then save your money during the week. We have no concept of what that's about, but maybe it'll work for you. Yeah. Surround yourself with like-minded people. Oh, there they so go again with the people. So if you're extremely negative, mm-hmm. if surround yourself with <laughs> negative people. If you're desperate for money. Surround you, yourself with poor people. If you've fallen down the stairs and you just can barely keep your eyes open from the swelling, surround yourself with like-minded people. <laughs> um, well, what does that mean? What about for our listeners, Law? What about for our listeners? Surround yourself with like-minded people. Um, um, stop trying to push your giant body into a your giant rectangular body into a square hole right you know be around people that make you happy not people that make you crazy then that mean not people that are you know concerned with monetary things and like if if you walk into a veterinary hospital asking to be a vet technician you have no experience don't try to get that don't try to hang out with these people you mean i can't make friends out of those people who laugh me out of the vet office (laughs) probably not la probably not uh number six recognize that you are rich in so many other ways i'm not going to make fun of this one because your near-death experience has actually made me very grateful and our talk about being grateful for this house and our talk about being grateful not having rent so well that's pretty good i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna mock it and imagine if our entire family was still alive how Uh. miserable we'd be so we're rich in that our family's dead (laughs) (laughs) that's true Imagine that if uh, our grandmother's like 173 now and she refused to die and she was still able to beat us and our father, like, what would he be, like 106? Still drunk, still raping nuns and or dating and, nuns. And, and remember that, Seven, this is only temporary. And it's true. You have been unemployed before. I have been unemployed before. Yeah. So- 
somehow we always make it work and we are not like we were in the past 15 years in depression and misery. We have decided to actually face the future and face reality and make our lives better. That's true. I will right? find so another job you, and I'll have money will. trickling in anyway. And we will not just get another job and remain miserable like we had did over the past 15 years. We're going to get jobs eventually that we actually like. Exactly. Gives us room to pursue our parts of our dreams again. So that's our goal. Oh, well, you're pretty good today. We're going to do it. You know, I'm depressed and you're on. You're on. Well, I'm not on. What does that mean? I don't know. But I do want to. I do want to back up a little bit. I did. I said that. No, about, don't back up anymore. I want about <laughs> dad raping nuns, and I, I, I didn't want to make a joke about rape, but he, uh, he was such a scumbag in so many ways. I wouldn't have been surprised. Well, you know? we have to say too that was a really that was a really bad because it wasn't rape. He had relationship with this one nun. Yeah, it, it was a mutual thing, but it was, you know, a horrible situation I just feel like yeah I mean anybody having sex with him is that they would just be violated because he's such a vile person but anyway women liked him I women don't know why. liked him he they did I, we thought he was vile but but for so he had some kind of swagger that you know I guess it was a confidence that people like do you think he kept his socks on is that why they liked him because boy when he took those socks off and the blue cheese just about permeated that. I don't the even air. want to think about it our poor mother <sighs> But anyway, number seven lie you said. Re- remember that is it is only temporary. I think you did a good job with that. I was going to yeah. look at that and make fun of it. And anyway, do we feel better now? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. What about our artistic lives? Live, you've been doing some writing since you have so much time. Well, that was a pointed question, wasn't it, dear? <laughs> you have so much time doing nothing, being unemployed. Well, no, I, you were pretty busy. I guess you. I was okay busy. You didn't have time. I mean, you know, you I think it is also it plays a number on your your when you're feeling depressed, even a situation you just don't feel like writing. So no, I guess I, I guess I it's haven't okay, been doing La. anything. That's okay, La. What about you, La? Have there been any audition possibilities for Not you? Not at all. But La, I made a decision. What? When we are able to get uh, unemployment, not unemployment, what do you, retirement, social, what do you, security? social security, if we can hang on mm-hmm. until like 65 when you get a little bit more, yeah, I want to try to really be an actor again. La. Because we'll have some kind of income. Yeah. I won't have to worry about... You know, I mean, we'll have to probably work part time, but it won't have to be full time misery. Yeah, and you're never too old. But I, I'm, I'm not gonna. I was thinking about this a lot. Mm-hmm. I won't do this with the idea of even be a working actor. Okay. But I can finally, for the first time in my life, actually pursue it without the pressure of having to make a living. Right. Interfering with everything because I'll have somewhat of an income with Social Security, and so that's my new goal. Well, I'm uh, telling you here in the air. Good for you, Allah. And, and you know, I mean, I could have the same goal, right? Because I'll we'll be 65 yes. at the same time. So I can, uh, we, neither of us will have to work and we can indulge in our artistic endeavors. And we're each, I don't want to move to New York City, but I will if that if you insist. And mm-hmm. we're going to sell this house mm-hmm. and you're either going to move to California with me All right. or I'm going to move to New York City with you and we're just going to. All right. 
but we're moving together, La. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, but I don't want to live in the same room or same apartment. We're going to have <laughs> to do something similar to this. Yeah, I think if we move to I either of those lot, cities. I, yeah, I don't want to live with you. I want to <laughs> live in the same house with you, same apartment complex. Well, I, we I only see that. one one way of doing that, La. We'll have to move the house to New York City or L.A. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's done. It's very Maybe light. Maybe we could be like YouTube influencers. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go to Vegas. How's that swelling, Law? I'm getting delirious, Law. Hey. <laughs> all right. What about that? You said there was another email that has to yes. that re- that's relevant to our show. Yes, I just sent it to you. All right. Let me see. Okay. Why don't you read it <clears throat> since you're the one that can see? <laughs> Your eyes swelling up. Where am I? You're going to have a hell of a black eye. Yes. Oh, my God. You scared the shit out of me. Okay. Dear Lan La, I'm a local boy. (laughs) Please don't insult us. Who would (laughs) like to become an actor. I'm impressed the Basement Laws had so many jobs in Hollywood. That's you. I feel like I need some formal training, not just go to L.A. and claim I'm ready to act. How should I start? I did not do well in high school and never went to college. Sincerely, (laughs) Portable. Portobello Influenza. <laughs> Not my real name. Well, well first think... of all, Portobello, you should keep that as your real I name. I was going to say, yeah, if you're going to be an actor. Linfluenza. Portobello Linfluenza. Well, I give you points for being creative. Well, I actually have something to say on this. So, Do tell. If you feel you need formal training, get formal training. Mm-hmm. You know, if you well, La, what does that mean? That's what he's asking. Portobello. Well, well, I mean, what do I say? How should I start? Okay, well, you're going to need the confidence to actually start. And if you feel some formal training will do it, get some formal training. There are acting teachers in Albany and oh, okay. other areas that are that are actually, you know, you can try to do some small roles in, in local theater just to build up your confidence. Right. You know, and then you're going to also have to learn that it's not just about the acting. You have to learn, I mean, I, when, when I left it, we were still handing out like, uh, you still had to get photographs done right. and had to print them out. And there was this thing, um, we'd have to get a list of the eight. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Everything's online now. Right. Um, so you do have to get some photographs, but you know, you have to find, you have to learn the process of finding an agent and how to submit for jobs and how to like with stuff that I was really bad at, like marketing yourself as a commodity. But I mean, start with, um, get some formal training, but I would also say training on the business side of it too is very important. Oh, that's a good idea. And then you have a you know, so it's not just the artistic. You have to figure out the the mechanics of getting jobs. Um, and I did not do well in high school. Never went to college. Well, bingo, I didn't either. <laughs> and I went you came there to the right and place. I figured out a way to do it. And I had a personality disorder where I got in my own way and screwed up some stuff. So. People do not want to work with crazy people. So right. if you go into an audition and you are just polite um, and real, um, that's a plus. A lot of people go in there 
to the casting director and they're like, hey, yeah, how are you? Look at what I can do. <laughs> Look what I can do. And they're, they're so over the top and so desperate that these people say, I can't have that person on a set. He's too crazy. You don't get a job. They make up their mind that you're not going to get this job before you even have a chance to act. So part of it is just <laughs> not being crazy when you walk in the room. You can handle that. You're going to get a head up. Uh, a step up over everybody else. Hmm. Well, well I'm, I think I'm not sure exactly what question you're answering here. <laughs> I know. What <laughs> am asked, I talking about? He <laughs> asked um, if he needs formal training, um, how he can learn yes, how to act. you do. You have to go to Juilliard or you're going to fail. <laughs> well, what you're saying is though he doesn't have to go to Juilliard. He doesn't have to go to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts or anything like that, right? He doesn't have to go to college at SUNY Albany in their theater department. He can do this by finding a person in Private Albany. classes. He can, yeah. But, but it's also if you can afford to do that, it can only help you. Can only help you right. to get formal training. Right. It'll help you with your 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 confidence. Um, it'll help you in you know to be a better actor. You know, we didn't have that. I didn't have that luxury to be able to afford anything. Um, so you, know, you didn't go to Juilliard, Mom? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I drove past it once, but it was nighttime and I was drunk. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know you you sound like a smart kid and and you know just the very fact that you feel like you need formal training means you, to me you got a good head in your, your I shoulders. think so too you know you can just jump in you know doing bone surgery without some training exactly so, or become know, a vet tech without a <laughs> <laughs> like us why are you listening to this show kid <laughs> Well, this is I... the wrong place to ask <laughs> these questions. But here's what I learned out there that somebody can, you know, be from Juilliard. 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 Some Juilliard. And, you know, somebody right There's off the street. a bomb in Juilliard. But somebody right off the street. Acting is a really weird world. The entertainment business is a very weird, weird world because you can't just walk off the street and somebody hires you to be a doctor with no training. Right. But you can, you know, be up against somebody who does have uh, a degree from Juilliard and you can get the job just because you physically look like the part, just because you're you're um, you're better at making the lines believable. Yeah, because you did your homework, right? Juilliard. Yeah. So you studied. Mean, that's the beauty of the business. And it's also hard because sometimes. You know, somebody has really good instincts and you can do a good audition. You're great at that audition, but you can't do it 15 times in a row like you're going to have to when you're on set. Um, so that's where your training is going to come in. It's going to teach you how to keep that um, that intent and that emotion alive in that scene a hundred times in a row um, while still keeping it you know, real and alive like it's supposed to. So that's where your formal training comes in. And that's where your, your your natural talent as an actor might fail you because you don't have the technique to back it up. So it's it's complicated, but it's also easy and freeing. And nobody in Hollywood knows the hell what they want until they see it. It could be you. Am I still here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to say that the only th the thing I like about Portobello Linfluenza, besides his name, is that he was the first letter that we have ever had that didn't insult us. Did you notice that, Law? I do, and I he I just think asked gonna... us a straightforward question, as if we had any kind of um, 
advice to give him and didn't insult us or didn't tell us that we were losers or, if, you know, anything like that. And how can we be the opposite of you? So thank you, Portobello. I think this is our letter hall of fame. It is. Finally. And uh, hopefully my brother-in-law gave you, a circuitous gave you some good advice because it sounds like there was, <laughs> there was some in there. Was I rambling? <laughs> now no. I'm all insecure. No, la. I, I did black out a couple of times, but that's because I fell down Oh, stairs. my God. I'm never going to answer a question seriously <laughs> again. I wish you did fall down those stairs again. La, don't say I'm that. I'm going to go upstairs and push you down those stairs. You're going to go to urgent care on your own. And this is an it's example of how he turns on people. Portobello, this is an example of why I lost many jobs in Hollywood. Because <laughs> I get going and I get yeah. angry and then he's, I you know, lose that job. His, he's going to push his twin brother, the only brother, the only person he loves in the whole world down the stairs. Okay. Anyway, that's well, all we have for this week. Yes, we've got to get you. We've got to get you help. Until this right. next episode, this is Law and Law signing off. Loves your brother. Loves you, brother. <laughs>